to we had to reconvene and uh, give give y'all a, a little rundown on what's going on. We haven't spoken about sports in forever, so uh, we're very excited to do so. Uh, we're obviously going to talk about football. All three of us are United fans, so it's going to be United heavy. We'll just start off by saying congratulations, Liverpool, and then leave it at that. That's all we'll talk about <laughs> with Liverpool. Uh, that was very painful to say, <laughs> but... <laughs> But it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> I know. I'm, 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 I'm like I'm like puking in my mouth right now. But yeah, guys, how do you guys feel about United? I'll start with uh, with Easy. What 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 are your thoughts? Well, before Easy goes, can I just say uh, that Liverpool won the title in front of no fans. You can continue Easy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's so painful. I remember Kai messaged me. He's like, "Yo, dude." He was like, "Yo, this is like the worst time to win a title, um, yeah, it, it because be there's worse. no fans in the when you do the the trophy lift. It's gonna be empty. It's gonna be awkward." And I was telling Kai at the time, like, "Yo, you're being, you're just exaggerating. You're just saying that because it's Liverpool and you hate them." And then when they when they actually when I thought about it after they actually won it, I was like, "Dude, there's no parade. There's no nothing. Like nothing, it's gonna be bro. horrible." It's yeah. it's just it's 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 good timing if you ask me. If I could choose a year for Liverpool to win the league, if somebody said to me like pick a year for for Liverpool to win the league, I'd be like you know what that pandemic year where there's no fans, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I'll definitely choose this year. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you how bad it is. It's so bad that if United win the league next season, nobody's gonna remember that Liverpool won the title this season. For and sure. we because everyone's going to be year. talking about how United won the league next season. We're I'm telling coming. you, that's that's how We're that's coming. how bad Liverpool winning the title now is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, do, to answer your question, how do I feel, man? I I feel the best that I have felt in seven years. Um, I've probably said this before. I probably said this. When we signed Di Maria, I probably said this. When we signed Sanchez, uh, I probably said this. Even when we got Pogba, the difference was I was confident before I'd seen a ball being kicked. You know, so all all the times that I've been confident in these past seven years, it's always been premature. It's always been before a ball has even been kicked during the season. It's a potential. Basically. It's a potential. Remember the Pogba video with Stormzy, and I'm like, boom, we're here, and even Sanchez playing the piano, which is... We were here, though. It's Pogba. We were here. Yeah, no, fair enough. I hear you, Kai, but I'm, I'm thinking even to Sanchez playing the piano and or <laughs> the day when we signed Di Maria. You know, I've, I've been excited before. The difference now is that... <laughs> now we were there. My, my excitement is post a game being played. Because when we got those guys, it was almost like... It was always like, ah, they're still warming up and ah, it's coming, it's coming. This is the first time I'm excited based on what I'm seeing on the field. I watch a game and I don't, I'm not bored. I don't fall asleep. I don't ask myself where we're going to get a goal from. Uh, I'm not nervous when we go behind. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very good. How are you guys feeling? Okay, go. Um, look, uh, let me just start off by saying um, I think it's unfair uh, and it's childish to have. Um, Pogba and Bruno Fernandes in the same team. <laughs> I think um, I think that's not fair. 
because uh, what it actually looks like is the two best players on the playground um, playing together, flicking the ball to each other and everyone standing by and not actually playing at the same level as what they are. Um, and I'm so excited because like, I don't think people understand the chronic lack of footballing ability that's been at the club. Um, and, and, and I think a lot of it is still there because a lot of players that lack this foot, like when I say ability, I'm also talking about IQ. I'm talking about the whole thing. And, um, we've lacked that. And finally we have it in players who can make the difference in that split second, you know, um, I always harp on about passes. I always harp on about the accuracy of passes. And I always say, if you look at City passing the ball, they don't pass the ball behind the guy. They don't pass the ball too much ahead of the guy. The weight on the pass is enough for the next player to do what he needs to do with the ball. What we always did was give the ball just behind the guy. That means that he has to readjust his whole self in order to now start again. Uh, and finally, now we've got players like Bruno and Pogba who are able to, you know, keep the ball in the right places, make the right pass. And when they make the pass, the pass actually goes to its intended target, you know, in, in, in the right positions. And also the pass is in the right space to do for the attacker to do what he needs to do with the ball. Um, and I mean, that's one thing which you can see, especially with, uh, for example, Pogba's passing. It's not just passing because the guy is in space. But it's studied. There's backspin on the ball. It needs to bounce so that the player, as soon as it hits the turf, it just moves just into his his reach. It needs to evade the defender. Those types of things were lacking. And now we see it. So I'm so happy for that. Yeah. And that's why it was important for us to... Because I'd always notice in our attacks, you know, you know, Pogba would do the, would do the most, give it to Pereira or Lingard there, who's meant to link it to... Rashford and uh, Martial and whoever's on the right, right? And then it would always just fall apart. Either if it's Lingard, it's a poor touch or he, he controls it and then just passes it without even taking care with the pass, you know? That Lingard and then, touch. Oh and the, yeah, that Lingard touch, that turn he'd always try, that never oh, would never come off. It's disgusting. And I would always imagine, I'm like, dude, if this is, I would always <laughs> just substitute, like, let's say De Bruyne. I'm like, De Bruyne gets this, it's over, it's a goal. He's just gonna get it, drive, 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 make the pass, and then boom, right? So that's that's what I'd always think. So I, I was always annoyed by it. And then if it's Pereira, he gets the ball and then he just runs with it, looking down right at the ball, in, instead of Guys, looking. Can to I ask see a question about Pereira, Glenn? Yeah. And easy. Yeah. What what have you noticed that he gets dispossessed in the same position in the same way? In every single game that he plays, I haven't noticed. I don't know that. if it's if I'm just being biased. I haven't noticed. But that. on the right hand side, right on next to the byline, on the right hand side, just in front of the halfway line, he receives a pass. You know, one of those inside passes from Juan Bisaka, receives it, and he takes a second to trap it, and he puts his body wide like he's blocking someone that's not there yet. Yeah. Right, and then by the time he picks his head up, he's already been closed down. And then the other teams on a counter. He gives up that opportunity that always leads to either almost leads to a goal or leads to a goal or a corner. Always catching us on the counter. In that same position, I've seen it 
And I'm just like, but why is it he's always about to be caught on the ball? Every time he passes, he's almost about to be caught. It's never a clean, okay, release. He's always just too late. And I don't know. Sure. And, and that's the big difference. You, I, I haven't noticed that, Kai, to be <clears throat> honest, um, as much as you have. And, like, shout out for, like, you've actually seen a pattern in how he's losing the ball and where his flaws are. Personally, when I watch him, I, I, I like to do an eye test when I watch these players. He's just not good enough. I don't know about you guys, but I will look at a player and immediately, without even... <laughs> getting down to the technicalities of it, right? I look at a player and I can immediately tell, like, mm, you are not, you are not good enough. I get that sense from Pereira. Um, there's nothing. He's basically Coutinho, Oof. but a poor man's Coutinho. Yeah, he is a poor man's and Coutinho. That's not even good for sure. Very, and, and very basically. poor man's Coutinho. Do you know what he is? Coutinho at He's, least he has output. He, 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 <laughs> Kai, even though I haven't noticed that, what I know Relative about when I, when I think about him Relative. as a player, he's good at the things that you need to be good at to be a professional footballer. And that's it. Almost like the, the minimum criteria, you know? Okay, but what are they, easy? What, what are to they? be Tell a professional me. footballer? No, the things that Pereira is good at, what are they? No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's the basic, um, to the layman yeah, or to the man But what? Like what? I, I want to know what... Cause I I know because I'm saying he's good know, enough to play a premi- I'm, saying, like. I'm saying he's good enough to play a prim- like have a Premier League performance like or appearance is what I'm saying. That's but, but is he though? It's not that's, that's, United. that's not United standard. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's not United. But standard. but even but even in general, guys, like the reason why I'm saying this is even when he's on the pitch with our best players, he still looks subpar. No, for right? sure. Even Kai, when our sure. game is moving, he still looks up. And 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 the the reason I'm saying what are, what what basics is he good at is because I look at someone like uh, James Ward Prowse, right? Basics master, right? His passing, right? His passing isn't basic. Absu- though. Yeah, passing. No, passing no, no. This is listen. I think this is this is what I'm saying. What I've never what seen I'm saying is, is yeah. in. What I'm saying is, in terms of James Ward-Prowse, when I say uh, it's not it's not special, right? Is I mean James Ward-Prowse is a midfielder in the Premier League who completes passes, which I say, yeah, yeah, that's a good ball. But I'm like, that should be you should be completing that one. Example: a pass, a forty-yard switch into a fullback in space, in space. Right, yeah. so I'm not talking about a final ball. I'm not talking about a complicated pass that you need vision. I'm talking to. I'm talking about a midfielder controlling the ball, seeing a line breaking pass. You can see that it's uh, ten meters. Being able to measure your pass that it goes directly to that person. It's a straight pass, right? But it's always about the uh, the power that you put it in for 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 whoever is receiving back to goal. That is the basics I'm talking about. So his basic nature is there. Right, his free kicks are not basic. That is because that's a skill that you have to really like. Is this is this James you know, Ward Prowse over that you're and above? About? Right, yeah, this is James Ward Prowse I'm talking about. But that's what I mean by his basics are so good. When you look at a player, Gini Van Aldum, for example, his basic. That's a player who has his basics on on board. Uh, He's got an elite uh, footballing but, IQ. I think, Kai, by the time you're but playing, but his in, basics. Is but good. I think by the time you're playing like in a league winning side. You're a lot better than the basics. Okay, so I'm going to talk about what... I think we have diff- different definitions for what basics are. Um, whenever I go to watch live football, right, I'm, 
I'm always amazed by like really small things that everyone on the pitch can do, right? So when I go watch a live game, for example, the guys will just be maybe just simple techers where they're just keeping the ball up, you know? Um, and I think about when I do that with my friends and every single player in the United team is really good at that, you know? That's what basics is for me. Um, basics is uh, trapping or a chest trap. That's, that's what basics is to me. Passing is a little bit more advanced, so maybe I just have a different. But even the trapping, maybe I have Herrera's a different trapping of the ball's poor. No, but no, Kai. No, so I'll, 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 hear I me out. So, that. <laughs> ah, no, my no, God, no, I, I've seen that guy. Wait, let me get, let me get, loose. let me get the point out because what I'm, what I'm trying to say is we have different def- definitions of what basics are, right? And so for me. And I'm going to tell you why, right? So using your definition of basics, yes, he's bad at the basics. Cool? And we agree on that, right? What I'm saying is by the time you make an appearance in a Premier League or even one Premier League performance, there's a certain minimum standard that which you are at. Can we agree on that, right? Even if they realize, like, you know, yeah, if you're course. terrible. But by the time you make at least one Premier League performance, there's a certain minimum standard that you are at, right? I refer that standard different to a championship though. If you're playing in the championship on your first game, is the standard that basic standard any different in the Premier League? Can we not just extend it to being a professional footballer? Yeah, I d- exactly, you can. You can. You League. can. You can for sure, right? And so for me, I think he has enough only to be a professional footballer. But within being a professional footballer, the spectrum is so wide, and I put Pereira at that bottom end of what's required to be a professional footballer for me he literally just meets the criteria to be a professional footballer right you can call it criteria you can call it basics it's it's just a term so that's not united standard right for me to be a united player you need to meet the basics to be a professional footballer and then you need to exceed even further um and i think we both agree that he's not a united player for me because he doesn't yeah, need even, can we, even can on the bench is is not he's not I mean, he's, can he's, I, can not, I, can he's I, not at you could all. see it you could you could see it from his loan moves right he went on loan to granada and i was i was i was um i was following it quite a bit yeah and i noticed that all the i think he went on loan to two teams and i think it was valencia was the other one both teams so he'd go to the team as as a midfielder right but he'd never end up playing in the middle because he wasn't no. good enough right even for Granada, which for was sure. Granada is the equivalent of playing for Norwich this season, right? It was basically with more the worst. skill, yeah. with more technical skill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was basically it was the worst team in the league, but he couldn't make it in the middle for that team. He would always sure. end up playing on the left wing, right, mm. where your responsibilities mm. are a bit less, and because he doesn't have pace, all he's doing is just cutting in and you know crossing that kind of thing. Yeah. So that but made that's it, the that technique. Which, that's the basic. But some of it, if you see the worst team in La Liga, just look at the basics of the midfielder. Just look at the, the, the deep-lying midfielder, the anchor man. His technique is elite, right? But it's just because that whole league is just full of technicians, right? But obviously, you know, some teams are just better than others um, and, and, and all of that. But if Pereira can't even be deep-lying in a midfield uh, as a Brazilian with that skill or that control or just a general head on him then 
you know, I really struggle. And I and I, I take your point about the basics. Yeah, definitely. I'm judging him on United basics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, United, I'm also, the standard is and, so and high with him. I'm also yeah, looking. We all, we all agree with yeah. that. But I'm, I'm, I'm also looking at things such as if, okay, if you're honest with yourself, can you imagine Pereira for any team at the top level having one outstanding match where he's the man of the match? No. No. That's the problem. No, so if you stick him into Brighton, he's not having a man of the match performance because he's just not good. And if you have a Brighton team and if you have one of their random strikers, he'll have a random great man of the match performance because th- those basics of knowing, okay, if I'm the, 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 the big striker, what do I do? Okay, I need to make sure I roll my, my central defender. I'm back to goal. I need to wait for runners. This is how I get opportunities. I get into this position. I don't miss because I have one chance, and that's what I do. And then I win a man of the match performance. I was great. You know, you look at guys like Pascal Gross, you know, they can rack up a man of the match performance in a Premier League team, even against a big team, even against this, because the ability is just there and i see pereira and i'm like when you put him into any premier league team or any team at the top level does he make any difference does it like i think he's a like, championship t- tom, tom 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 cleverly makes I a agree, difference glenn. even agree. championship glenn championship is tough because championship is those guys don't play right we think he gets closed down too quickly in the premier league as well but in the championship also, the level isn't as high, so guess what? They also don't time their tackles as well, right? So there's a whole lot of elements. That's why players go to the championship and we never hear of them again. It's generally players that have been in the championship maybe, maybe for a while. Maybe let me Primera Segunda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Segunda. Yeah, there you go. That's that's yeah, better. That's Primera, yeah, segunda, Primera Segunda. He, he, can, he can try in there. Yeah. But that's why I'm like the basics. I, I'm sorry, like but anyway, the basics of a footballer. Um, yeah, I, I can look Too into McTominay. McTominay. McTominay is a basic yeah, footballer. Like, I think. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we all we all yeah. align here. Yeah. I think we all agree on Pereira. We can't yeah. we can't do an episode on Pereira. Doesn't deserve that. <laughs> he hasn't warranted yeah. enough. For sure. What do you Let's talk about Daniel? something. Well, I think. Dan James. I yeah yeah yeah. I don't even get me started there. I'm hey. Hey. Hey, Dan James, bro. This is uh what enough. do you call it? It's a it's a classic case you, of You think it's good enough? Uh, my heart. I don't. I don't think he's good enough. My heart versus my head. Yeah. His pace. I love Dan James because look at him. That's it. Right? Yeah. Um Walsh, and he's a winger, he's I find fast. him and, and the thing is, for the game that we play, even if he comes on as a sub, it's tough. Because the way that we close out games is we don't stretch games. We, we play football anyways. So everyone was saying Dan James would be great to bring on when the other team is tired, right? But generally, how we play is we still keep the ball even when the other team's tired. We don't go for a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. Yes, now we've we've done it, but you know there's a lot of mitigating factors for that. But even the way that we've gone about it, it hasn't been a million breaks to score on goal number five and six and seven. But the game it's he came on, it some, happened. Was that against? Uh, was that the Norwich game or the one before? I think it was the one before, where he came on as a sub and he got like two chances where he basically just 
stuffed them. Yeah, no, of course. Some, of course, that's what I'm saying. Some games, but look, I'm looking at most games. I'm looking at yeah. the games because he's played a lot, right? And I'm looking at how we play and our patterns of play. Bringing Dan James on in the 75th minute because the other team's tired is something you can do when you're City who don't stop. But bringing Dan James on for United because everyone's tired just means that everyone is knocking the ball around. And you saw it in the last game that he was actually getting the ball a lot, but he wasn't getting into space, which is his game. He was just getting it, knocking it. Get, and you could see he wanted to get it going because he wanted to get involved in it. But there's no space to run in behind because the other team as well, like, what were we? We were, I think they were also now playing for damage limitation, you know. So I just don't see the use for him. Um, I get it what he is but i think he needs slightly more about him so for you to be a united player you need a little bit more than pace if he had pace and football iq i'll excuse everything else right but it, the football iq isn't there um which also means i don't know doesn't mean but also his technique is also a bit lacking i don't know what you think but i find him limited in what he brings to the team even at 75 minutes deuce yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now nah, I'm with you. I, I think I think um, uh, I agree with what you're saying, but I would say yeah, actually, yeah, it's just yeah, I don't think it's good enough. I'm with easy on this one because you see I was watching the game. We, we both watched the game against like Man City, for example. The thing with Dan James is he gets into great positions because of his pace. And I guess I guess maybe positionally he's pretty good in terms of out wide, maybe. Uh, but he does get into a lot of good decisions. Just that there, once he's there, he just doesn't have that, you know, cool head to make the right decision. So, for example, with Bruno Fernandes, where all he needed was a cutback and then he ends up shooting. He did that even in, in his cameo, the one I'm talking about. Boom, gets two chances, he just shoots. So, I would say if he can fix that part, right, and the only way that can happen is by maybe going on loan to a place where he'll play a lot. Um, then maybe maybe you could develop if he if he's told like yo look we want you to work on this part of your game, uh, but you're not gonna get a lot of opportunities especially after we sign like a Sancho or something you're not gonna get a lot of opportunities but we wanna put you on loan for for a season learn this concentrate on it and when you come back you know you'll be an important part uh, if he does do that then then I, I reckon he'll be he'll be a very good bench player. But as it stands, well, yeah. You know, Glenn, I've noticed something. Can I ask you guys a question? Have you noticed that uh, players that aren't at United yet, before we sign them, look a lot quicker than when they are when they are at United? Uh, I think there's a lot so of reasons for, as to why that happens. But go for it. I, yeah. yeah. For, like, for example, you know, when Dan James made that run, the reason why we signed him, actually. Or was it against City? Uh, where he ran past... No, no, no. It was uh, against the championship side where he ran past everyone to the other side, right? Yeah. And he looked like you could never catch him, right? Uh, also, you look at, uh, I don't know, uh, who are the pacey players that, that we've had in our team recently? Um, guys like Di Maria. Um, yeah, Di Maria couldn't run past anyone. <laughs> right? Uh, guys like well, Sanchez uh, quick. Martial. Sanchez seemed yeah. quicker than Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Sanchez uh, as well. Um, 
Mickey was had had deceptive uh, acceleration and he used it quite well sometimes actually you saw that um but generally our, when you, players come to United, they look a lot less quicker than every other team that's in the top six when they have their players who are supposed to be equally as quick. Um, obviously, it has to do with how we play and all that stuff. But I think that's the major factor as to why I don't see Dan James in the same light as I saw him when he arrived. Because when he arrived, I was like, this is the quickest guy that ever lived and no one's going to catch up to him. But then when I see other teams play, one ball over the top... And the guy's absolutely pacing that guy. Like, he's absolutely ripping him apart. And when I see us play, it's very rare, which I actually see someone like Dan James push the ball and actually just absolutely finish a guy. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that. Cause I have. It's I just have. a weird thing. That so, I think it has to do two things before I answer that question. My, this is my take on Daniel James. Uh, Daniel James is an example of why sprinters aren't footballers. That's my take on him. That's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> and then secondly, with it's a good point, Kai. I think the, the difference is when you play for a smaller team, you tend to play in games that are a lot more open. So both sides will attack. So if I'm, if I'm a winger in Crystal Palace and I'm playing against maybe a Bournemouth, I'm going to be playing in a, a game that's a lot more open in terms of spacing for me to exhibit my pace. Watch, watch teams when they play at Old Trafford, um, especially like the smaller ones. The way that they set up is explicitly so that they can nullify the pace that we have. Because for years, United have had really quick players, you know. So managers coming into Old Trafford, you know that you're going to be playing with a team that has a lot of pace. And so you drop deep and it takes the pace away. And now the players need to rely on creativity, which is, a, which is why a guy like Bruno Fernandes, who may not be the quickest, still excels because he needs to operate in tight spaces. And Dan James looks quite average because there's not a lot of space yeah, but, to work But with. easy. Against that, though... Mm-hmm. Can you can you actually definitively say to me that Salah is any much more faster than Dan James in a hundred meter sprint? I don't think James is faster. I've seen James pace a couple of right? times, and I'm like, geez, this guy's quick. But right, yeah. But why is it that f- when Salah is running, nobody, and I mean nobody is getting anywhere close. I know he's got better ball skills, right? But I'm talking about pace. I'm talking about when he pushes the ball past somebody that is never getting there. Like, you can actually see, uh, every time Salah's through, he's gone. He's by himself. Sure. Like, I don't even know how he doesn't have 100 goals, sure. right? And that's why I mean, why is it that it looks, even when Mane is running, he's leaving guys behind him. And I'm like, ah. Oh. But, but the, the skill is a, big, is a big part of it, though. For sure. No, no, I know. But what I mean oh, is, that drop of if the shoulder, you push him, nah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about pushing the ball forward. I'm just talking about pushing it forward, right? The guys don't even stop, right? Like Salah sometimes, right? He just runs straight. All he's doing is just running straight. And then when he sees the defenders there, then he just pushes it just far enough that the defender actually has to readjust, you know, whatever he's doing. But Dan James, like I'm saying, sometimes he pushes the ball forward, like when he has it, and he pushes it forward, and someone catches him. Yeah, so easy. But, uh, so but he's running. So Kai, I think the reason the, the reason that's happening is because. So I'll use like a, a basketball analogy, right? If you watch the sport today, they're taking a lot of three-point shooters. So 
somebody with a very low understanding of the game will just see a ball being passed and all of a sudden a guy's wide open and then he shoots a three but you don't understand the intricacies that played a part in that guy being wide open and i think it's the same with football you know there's a lot of things that happen that allow you to utilize a player's pace um and Glenn, I don't know. If but I'm, again, I'm still, I'm still, so, so, I'm still not convinced so, because Aaron Lennon had zero skill, but he looked like yeah, you I would mean, never catch him, no matter what I happened had, in your Lennon life. Lennon had more skill than Dan James. Yeah, he sure. did. He did. I think there yeah, was a lot more but so, marginal, so, right? Kai, there's a lot of players I've looked at who are quick, and and again, this is why sprinters on footballers, right? Is because. There's a lot. If you are playing a game, a, a team that's defensively sound, you don't want your defenders in a position where it's my pace versus your pace. As soon as you're in that position, you've yeah. already lost. Because nine times out of ten, the winger is faster than the wing back. Of course, there's a few exceptions. You have your Danny Alves of this world, and it's getting like, tougher now. It though. is getting tougher. <laughs> but if you think of like a guy like Gary Neville, right? How often did you see Gary Neville getting Struggle. exposed? I guarantee. 98% of yeah. the guys Gary Neville marked on the opposing wing were most likely faster than him, you know? Yeah. But he, he was still quite sound defensively. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Glenn? No, it's okay. Yeah, I, I was just saying, I just think it's that we just don't have the tools to unlock. Well, Jan, Daniel James himself is not intelligent enough to unlock the pace. And also, before before Bruno... We didn't have the players to really unchain them. Kai, we have really fast players. Hey, Rashford, Martial, Daniel James. Rashford yeah, shows his pace. I know. Yeah. Um, our players and, are and, and, really, and, really, really fast. But teams just know how to defend and, against yeah, us. Exactly. And that's my problem. Just that fact that I, I've just seen guys push the ball but get caught up too quickly for guys who are super quick. And... I've noticed it's always a decline. Every time they come to United, it's almost like the eyes, which I used to see them, it's just decreased slightly because I'm like, but can't you, this guy has more pace than this, man. Yeah. But why does this... Every small team that plays against us when they counter-attack us, it's also super quick. Like, they go from one side to the other quicker than, you know, lightning. And I'm like, what is going on so, here? So, Kai, you know what you should um, do? You know what you should do? Go and check yeah. the top recorded speeds for Daniel James at United and all the other seasons. I guarantee you he's clocking the yeah. same speeds. I don't think his speed has yeah, gone Dan down. Dan James of is definitely still... Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I Probably. Still but again, again, the way that team set up against us, that pace um, means nothing if the teams know how to defend against it. You know. And also, you're not watching just a highlight like you did with Dan James in the championship where he has that one highlight that was insane. Yeah, yeah. And now you're watching yeah. him all the time. So For sure. You, That's you're true. You're expecting sure. to see that one highlight all the time. Yeah, but, okay, exactly. Before, you're right. <laughs> before we go forward, right? Oh, yeah. It's also another quick thing on that on that speed point. Uh, like, Easy brought up a basketball analogy. It's also a similar thing of if, if, you, if you're marking a player who can shoot, like Steph Curry, for example, right? You, you, you're a lot more scared. to leave. You can't leave him open because if you do, he'll shoot, but you also can't, you know, uh, be too tight because he'll just blow past you and, and score, right? Unlike a Ben Simmons who can't shoot, so people literally give him space. So the same thing can happen with Dan James where compared to Salah where a person would be like, look, Salah flip. He can cut in and I'll be screwed. So the defenders yeah. also kind of 
has like he's apprehensive. Panicking. Yeah, he's apprehensive yeah. when he's marking him. But with Dan I've James, seen it. it's just That's, like ugh, yeah. whatever. This guy is just pays. Yeah. If I leave him, he won't yeah. really produce anything. Yeah, but, he's not uh, gonna whip in, in, in the most in dangerous in in, in, in Shona, what is that? Uh, we, we call it Kujairira. Ku and exactly, in yeah. Zulu, it's Ukdelela. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, what else? But it's exactly that, I think. Yeah. You know, Ukjoyel. Uh, like, you know, like, this This just Dan James. Because I've seen defend. You can see the panic when Salah's running at them. Why do you fall over? Why else would you fall over? Because sure. Salah does just does it small. It's, it's it's the tiniest body swerve, right? He doesn't even stop, but the defender's falling over. Like his feet are just going wha sure. yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, okay. So the guy is scared before also, he even gets. Also, <laughs> Kai, I don't know if Glenn, you can maybe speak to this, but I've also you also have certain players that are because th- speed. There's different forms of speed. You have guys who are have like a acceleration like a five meter burst i think of like um yeah. ronaldo Messi. the federal he comes to mind when i think of that burst. thomas Rosis. yeah um also even, there's another thing Modric. of players <laughs> they, they, yeah they're also players who are quick with the ball at their feet and that's very rare Hazard. I yeah i haven't seen daniel james like exhibit particularly great pace with the ball stuck to his foot have you guys seen that? Maybe I, I need to. Nah, 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 nah. That's not him. Nah, I haven't. Nah, nah, like nah. Giggs was really. It's gotta be into space. Yeah, boy. Giggs. Giggs was, tap forward. Yeah, Giggs was quite good with the ball at his feet, right, close to him, and you know he could. Um, I think of that FA Cup goal against Arsenal. You know where mm. Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, Mahrez. How quick are you with the ball glued to your feet? And I think that's the problem with James is that tap forward and chase, bro. Kai, you were talking about basics, right? If my defender is getting beat with a tap forward and chase, we need to do something about the defensive tactics that we have here. In professional football... Talk, talk to Paddy talk to Patty Evra every time he faced Aaron Lennon. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> every time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, I think if you're, if you're getting beat like that, man, that's it's, it's why you need a, a lot more nuance to make it as a professional footballer. Because, again, like I said, if that was the case... Sprinters would come in, they would tap the ball forward, and then they would run. But because defenders are really intelligent, you need a bit of wizardry. I think of Hazard in his days at Chelsea. Hazard's not tapping the ball forward and running. He's, you know, beating you, dropping a shoulder, making you dizzy, and, and going for it. Then bring past you. Yeah, Daniel just, does, he just doesn't have that, that ability. So, so before, before we wrap this up, right, I want to ask you guys uh, to tell me Okay, the United squad as it is, right? What would you say we need for us to actually be, let's say, a top two team? Basically challenging, properly challenging, where the last three weeks of the season, we're still in it. What, 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 I'll, I'll say what, I'll, I'll first ask you how many signings we'd need and also what positions. Just like a quick one, not, not too comprehensive. I'll start with well, uh, Kai. Go. I- I just, you know, I just, I just wanted just to say that if football is played behind closed doors forever, I think we don't need to buy anybody because <laughs> football is equalized now. Now that closed doors are there, now we can dominate. Um, but I would definitely go for a right winger, Jaden Sancho. What's up? 
Right. I'd go for Messi. Um, <laughs> fair. It's a fair shot. It's a fair shot. Um, uh, I'd uh, go for a new keeper. It's a big wow. one. Wow. Which one? Um, I'll go all in for all black. Um, and I would go for a defensive midfielder. Um, uh, someone from France, someone black, uh, <laughs> quick on the ground. Do you have a name for it? <laughs> and strong. Unbelievable. I got no name, but if the guy looks like Ndidi, if the guy looks like Kante, if the guy looks like uh, Idrisu Gay, sign him up. But That's it, all we need there. What about what about a guy with that? The quad, but do you know who you I really what want? Matic has been doing like with the with how he's yeah. starting off our counter attack. I know, but. But in that case, to be honest, I really want Thomas Party. So I'd buy. I'd have Oblak, Jaden Sancho, Thomas Party. I know it's almost ridiculous, uh, but I know Thomas Party has a release clause. I think it's fifty million, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but adding Thomas Party and Jaden Sancho means uh, that we have taken a massive step forward in terms of what we look like versus the big teams as well. So, i.e. not going for the, the one goal and then sitting, but actually imposing uh, ourselves. No center half. Um, and the, sorry? No center half for you. Uh, no. Uh, if we sign those guys as they are, uh, that means protection for the center halves. Um, and it also means that we can also defend from the front. Uh, a good keeper uh, also means that you know, especially someone like Oblak, because to be honest, Oblak is basically De Gea from years ago. Um, and maybe even slightly better because he's taller. Uh, and what we need is someone that's going to pay attention when we have one or two chances go against us and make that spectacular save. De Gea does that sometimes, but he's letting us down way too many times. This I've seen this before. When keepers are finished with their prime, they are finished with their prime. There's so many examples. They don't never Casillas go back to what they were. Those, yeah. Casillas, Shea Given, Joe Hart, um, <laughs> uh, Buffon. Um, they were all, you know, layman when he got injured. Almunia had a spell when he was uh, the cheese and then one mistake, gone. Um, and they, and even if when he moved, he never came back. Uh, maybe Chesney, but he hadn't reached a peak of any sort. But he's yeah, now reached something. Yeah. Uh, that's a good recovery. But keepers don't recover. So De Gea is what we see now is exactly what we're going to get from him um, forever. And I think it's not good enough if we concede. The goals that we've conceded have been weak. So did, All of them. did Messi and end De totally Gea's avoided. career? <laughs> uh, I think De Gea ended De Gea's career, bro. I think Ronaldo. <laughs> when did when? Or at the Euros? Yeah, the, the free World kick. Cup. Oh no, oh, the, the shot, the one that went under his. Yeah. Uh, I think Spain ended him because they don't forgive. So yeah, uh, that, was that was the end of it. He, that was so. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> Thomas okay. Party makes Partey, a big difference. Sancho and uh, for you. And I, I also need to stress that we need to get reinforcements, i.e. When we get rid of Jesse Lingard, when we get rid of uh, Pereira, uh, when we get rid of uh, other players, we need to get players which, you know, players which aren't as uh, fancy as all that, but players which can suit 
being replaced without a drop of uh, of level in in performance. Um, so looking at teams like Lazio uh, and what they have in there, looking at, I would look at the Italian team specifically. Uh, you know, Luis Alberto at Lazio, he was actually at Liverpool once. Fantastic. Um, Ruiz from Napoli. Um, so looking at players like that who are prepared to also sit on the bench, but they're also part of a cause. They're part of a team that wants to win titles and they're not going to complain about it. That's what we need uh, okay. and get rid of, you know, the matters. Easy. Quickly give me so, yours. Uh, I would just, uh, I can't, I'm not going to give names, but I'll get a right winger. Although, okay, if you'd asked me this M- two days ago, I'd say right winger. <laughs> it's nice to joke about Messi because he plays on the right and he's not happy at Barcelona. But if I'm being realistic, I, I think Greenwood's the real deal. I think he's the real deal. I really don't know if, I mean, if he carries on at this pace, I don't know if we need a right winger, but just to be safe. I, I think yeah. we should. But we're one injury away, yeah, guys. That's, exactly. that's we're one injury that's away. One injury. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. From every position. Yeah, that's we're, why. We're so Bruno I'd, I'd being injured away from us sucking. I'd probably get a, <laughs> get a, get a right winger. Um, Sancho. Talking, yeah, Sancho. And then I would get a pacey center back. Um, Koulibaly vibes? Yeah, I want, I want a pacey center back who can run. Like, kind of like the. Like how Virgil has a bit of a step on him, you know? Um, Mm. Maguire and Lindelof are both slow, so I think solo. Yeah, I think we need at least one guy who, who's kind of quick, like Smalling. Smalling was that centre back before, you know. Um, I think he was our yeah. quickest player in the squad, or top three quickest guys. Um, so I do think we need a, a quick centre back. So that that would be a standout. Um, I would probably get a, a third <laughs> midfielder. N- at the end of next season, because I think we can still get enough out of Matic, to be honest. Yeah, that's me. Okay. You can't play and more than five s- games, that guy. I feel like he has. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you saw what he looked like before. And this is not because Matic turned to a bad player. He just didn't get, he just played too much. He was absolutely knackered because he's um, one of our most important players. So he needs. Scotty can do a job. Thirty-two or something. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, my turn. So are you done, easy? Yeah, that's that's me. Okay, so I say I would say we need four. So I'm gonna go with, um, Sancho standard. Like like you said, we're one injury away from, um, you know, from being from sucking out wide, from playing Dan James instead of Greenwood. And then I'd say also a center back, so like a Koulibaly vibe. I'd say um, Grealish, right? Yeah. On the bench uh, to also be a stopgap if if Pogba or Bruno gets injured. So I think he could he'd be he's good enough to get in there. Also fair enough to be on the bench, you know. Um, and then you'd basically be our like Henderson, that vibe where, yeah, maybe not Henderson in terms of, because Henderson does start most times. Anyway, you get my point. And then uh, I said four. How many have I said? Three? Mm-hmm. And then a DM, a DM for sure. Um, a black one like Kai. A person who's, yeah, so uh, like Partey, I'm a big fan of him as well. So uh, I'd have him. Uh, his passing is very good. I watched him against Liverpool, right? He's, his passing was. He's very cool. He has a cool head. So I think that would be important as well. 
So if you do those four, and and basically Grealish uh, replaces what's his name Lingard and Pereira all together, and then you have Fred and McTominay in there. Um, Sancho helps with the rotation of the top four guys because if <coughs> Martial gets it, oh, Martial gets injured, Rashford can do a job in the middle, and then Sancho goes in. Uh, or maybe Greenwood goes to the center and then Sancho goes to the right and Rashford then they can always rotate easily. So I think mm. that's what I think I think if we do that and then the next the next uh, transfer window then we can get a keeper then we can get a left back um, yeah I think in that at that point will be and then a, a striker as well like a Jimenez tap then we'll be good then we'll have a proper we'll have a man City level squad. And uh, congrats to Oli. He's doing well. I'm happy for him. Guys, Oli's we're going to wrap this up. Any, any, any closing remarks? Um, uh, just for me, Greenwood is... Man, he's, he's something. He is something. And that's, it's different it. from the Yanuzai hype. This, is, this feels real. Yeah, for sure. Because there's actual traits. that's output. Yeah, it's, there's yeah. actual traits that he has where you're like... He's good at X, Y, Z. I never felt that with Yanuzai. Yanuzai was, it was a moment. And we were wowed by a moment. Mm. Whereas with him, it's not moments. It's his gameplay that's amazing you. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. <clears throat> because any youngster can come in and they have, I think of Makeda. Remember that little turn that he scored on his first uh, debut? <laughs> um, and he, yeah. he sold himself. It bought him a place in the first team. But you still, after, the, after seeing that goal, you can't tell me what Makeda's good at. Even with Yanuzai, I mean, he scored the goal, but you couldn't sit down and say, this is why he's good. Whereas with Greenwood, I know what makes him good. Um, he's just good. He's just he's, brilliant. He's always looking yeah. for, he's always, it's goal first. That's what he thinks. He just thinks about, okay, I'm going to shoot. He's selfish. He can play on both feet. He can cut in. He can go out wide. He confuses a defender. I can see how that is going to be a great trade going forward. You, can you and imagine what a nightmare well. is? Do, do you let him go on the inside or do you let him, you know, cut in? I think he cut in midweek, right? Um, where he did the little step over. Um, I think he cuts in yeah, on that goal. Yeah. But then on the weekend, he kind of went wide. And then, so how do you defend that? Wow. I don't know if you guys saw, if you guys saw the, the footage from BT Sport where they were showing what the Bournemouth guys were saying when Greenwood got that ball from Matic. They're like, don't let him, don't let him cut in, don't let him cut in. So Adam oh. Smith yeah. literally shows him to his right foot, right? Then he kind of faints and then, you know, gets, gets that little space and then boom on his right foot. And then like the Bournemouth players just start swearing like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Cause, cause, <laughs> yeah, and so you can't funny. blame them, right? They're like, yeah, don't let him cut in. But then there's not many players like that in the world, man. That's special. Not a lot. Yeah. Closing remark, Kai? One minute. And we're out. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Greenwood is uh, is the mustard. Um, yeah, he's just so smart. He's just so good. Everything about him is so Robin Van Persie. Everything about his touch. Yeah, that's the comp right there. Um, Guys, why does and the finishing say as well. I don't see it. I know we have one minute. I'm sorry to. And I was saying, if uh, you're like you guys are like the tenth people I've heard say he reminds you of Van Persie. I don't. It's see so it. similar. It's so similar. Look at Even, his first goal. Uh, That's are, so Van Persie. They, they, they also asked Van Persie, have you seen this? And he was like, yeah, I'm seeing this. Uh, um, and if you just look at his first touch, look look at how he runs in, goes out, creates a space, 
and his first touch to set him up and even the way he strikes the ball. And how many times have you seen Van Persie hitting the keeper's hands and the ball still flies in the roof of the mm. net? That was probably the most Van Persie thing about that. And I just, I don't know. It's just so similar. Like, just the movement, man. But anyways. That, um, that Arsenal Van Persie was playing out wide. <clears throat> and it was, yeah. It was, yeah, it was quite similar. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, so that's, I mean, I think the future is bright for us if we keep our players fit. Uh, but like I said, we're an injury away from uh, Pereira and Lingard starting. So um, that's w- <laughs> we really are. And it's always like that. And it's we, always been like that at United the last and, seven and years. We saw it in that, um, that Norwich game, right? That was like... Right? Prop, that was the, you saw when the they were United coming on, venue. right? Yeah. No, no, no. When they started, when Lingard started. Oh, yeah. When they started, yeah. yeah. But remember in, that, in, 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 the, in the game, I think it was before. Uh, and then they, they showed the subs. shot of the... Yeah, when they made five subs, right? <laughs> and you looked at the five subs and you're like, <laughs> this is the B the team. Because <laughs> it was McTominay, it was Pereira, it was Lingard, uh, Bailly. And you're like, wow, this is what we came from, guys. And then the level dropped immediately. And then, and then Trussard just started running us, running Exactly. Running, right? yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up. Thanks so much for joining us um, to the Amateur Opinions football edition i uh, hope you enjoyed it uh we'll definitely come come back with uh, with a couple of these you know as the season progresses we only have like five game weeks left which is maybe what two three weeks and then we have europa champions league so we'll probably you know come back uh with a few more of these so thanks so much for staying to the end uh hope you enjoyed it we'll catch you guys next week these are amateur opinions if you like them you can take them if you don't you can leave them peace